and we're live good morning good afternoon everybody we are on air with perspectives podcast Bing. Bing. it doesn't even turn on you know we're trying here we're on air with perspectives podcast y'all my name is leslie i'm your host as always thank you for joining me as you know perspectives podcast is here to show everybody different perspectives Everybody in this world, if we really think about it, lives different realities, right? We see the world through different eyes. We see the world through different experiences, our own biases, our own judgments. And so if we want to kind of come together as a collective, we have to understand that there's different people living different lives. There's different people that feel different types of ways. So my podcast is here so that we can hear different people's perspectives, opinions, beliefs, judgments, experiences in order to come together as a whole, right? Unify the collective, unify the community, whether you're in Harrisburg or in another place, we're all here on earth, right? And so today, which is super cool, we're going to have Justin Jones on, which is the CEO and founder of Top Elite Fitness. He has a Facebook page and he has an Instagram page as well. Um, Justin's going to join us in the next few minutes. But the reason why I asked Justin to come on is because I saw a lot of videos that he was posting up on Instagram, which I related to and which were super reflective for me. A lot of videos on motivation. A lot of videos on how to reach your you know your dream success how to reach your goals how to get there um, he also put just a lot of wisdom coming out of his mouth which was super dope I was like hold up like where are these thoughts coming from I love picking people's brains right like how did you become the person you are how do you have this wisdom is it because of an experience did you experience something did you learn it from a you know from a book was there a book that turned you on and I love that word right turn on Timothy Leary used that when he talked about, you know, psychoactive substances, turn on and tune in. So what turned you on? So Justin's about to join us right now. Instagram, you get his face. Facebook, you get his voice. And we're going to ask him about, you know, all the wisdom that comes out of him and about his business. Because, of course, Perspectives Podcast not only talks about different perspectives, but we promote local small businesses and entrepreneurs, which is what I'm truly passionate about. Oh shoot, I'm on the live. Hey! On the live. What's going on? What's poppin', Justin? How are you? Hey, I'm feeling good. I'm blessed. How are you? Good. I'm good. I had a morning workout today, so I'm feeling oh, energized. So you started the you started day off right? Started it right. I had a smoothie with some celery, okay. carrots in there, kale. We oh. had pineapple, so I'm right right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Feeling good. I love yes. it. I love it. Yeah. And you thank got your you, own... Hi, you're welcome. I'm glad you're on. I'm really excited to pick your brain. <laughs> well, that, that's an honor right there. A lot of people, I'm excited to pick a lot of other people's brains. So uh, let's, let's see how this goes. Yeah, let's yeah. So goes. so tell me, let's start off like these videos yeah. on that you put on Instagram and you were just like, wisdom was just spitting out of your mouth. Like where, how, what happened? Like what, what turned you on? Were you always like this or what, how come you started that? Instagram presence spreading, you know, a message of awareness and motivation yeah. and success. Um, you know, I, I, I always like to say, I, I think I always had it in me, but um, I think once I started to see the effect I was having on other people's lives, I took it seriously. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you know, I always, I, I feel like I've always had like this innate wisdom in me all the time that was kind of just sitting there, right? And I, and I, and I, 
was one day where I just woke up and I felt like I needed to spread this message because I realized that people need help. Uh, like people need help seeing, you know, reaching their full potential, um, becoming their best selves. And if I can be a part of that in any way, you know, by just spreading my truth, spreading my message, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that in any way I can. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I started running with it. I started seeing the feedback come in. Like people, people actually liking what I'm saying. People, you know, catching on to the message. And, and, I, and I just stuck with it. That's dope. I just stuck with it. I like I like how you said that there's just this innate wisdom just sitting inside of you. That's exactly what I believe. Like that's my perspective on wisdom. Like sometimes you know you read a book and it sparks something in you, but a lot of us like I think everybody actually we're born with like this wisdom, we're born with this awareness, we're born with this fire inside of us. And over time I feel like you know someone might have bullied you, made you feel weird, so you shut it down. Someone might have shut you up, you shut it down, you you shove it down lower. You don't realize your full potential, like you said. 100%. Yeah, I 100%. super agree with that. 100%. That's good. So, um, was there like a specific moment for you where that innate wisdom was turned on, or like you just started yeah. one day, like just you just did it, and you was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it now." Sorry for my. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's all good. It's all good. Um, uh, can we? Are we cursing on here? We're not cursing. I ain't gonna put it in there. We can so, curse. Go. I'm cool okay. with that. Hey, we gonna keep it real. Okay. <laughs> so, um. So I think, you know, it's, it's hard for me to really point to one moment, but mm-hmm. a funny story. So I remember, I don't even remember how old I was, but I remember my my older brother came in my bedroom one day. And it's crazy, because this something, something this simple, something this simple kind of like just took me off, right? Yeah. Um, I remember I wasn't, I wasn't like the most athletic kid, right? Like I played sports here and there. Um, but, you know, I was a little, I was a little heavy set, right? Just, let's just say that. I was a little heavy set growing up. Um, and I knew I didn't really want to play, like, sports wasn't really my thing, but I was trying to figure out, like, how do I get in shape? Like, how do I change my body, right? Because like, I fell in love with that, right? I was like, how do I do this? And my, and my, my older brother came into my room one day. I think I was like 14, 13, 14. He was like, yo, you're fat. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up. Make this up. He's like, yo, you're fat. Get your, get your butt up, you're fat. And then he just walked out. I always say I feel like from that day it started. Wow. I feel like from that day it's did. Like I don't I don't even know why, but um, you know I started. I, f- I found out what the gym was. I started lifting some weights. Started doing some cardio, right? And mm-hmm. I I remember when when my body started to change, I realized that this started to change too. Hold on for Facebook right. because they don't yeah. see you. So once your body started to change, you saw your mind right. start to change. I started to change, and that's when I—that's when I was like, okay, we some something's going on here, right? Because I realized that something, my transformation was more internal than it was external, yeah. right? Like it was—I w- I was building that confidence. I was building the, you know, like the wisdom, like you said. I started walking different, right? And that all came from changing my body. Yes. Um, and I just—I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the process of becoming my my better self. And that's why I always tell people, people are so focused on the destination, right? People are so focused on, oh, when I get the million or when I, when I get the big house, right? The actual end goal. But in order to even get there, you got to fall in love with the process. Because the process is, is what's going to, is what's going to get you there. And the process is not always going to be an upward, you know, trend. It's going to be ups and downs. I fell in love with that. I fell in love with some days feeling good, some days feeling motivated. That process of getting there, it was like a rush. Wow. And it eventually it just became who I am as a person. That's a beautiful way to look at it. 
Because, like, I mean, you hear that, like, you hear all that all the time. Like, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. But, like, I just felt you saying that. Like, you have to fall in love with the process. Damn, that's beautiful. So, like, so can you give us some examples of, like, like you said, when you started working out, like, your mind started to change. So you started to build that confidence. Like, can you, like, what else, like, started to change specifically, like, in the way that you were presenting yourself, the way you woke up every day type? Right. So I, I know for me, right, it was it was looking at people who have done it already, right, and, and seeing the blueprint. Right. Mm-hmm. So not only when I when I say fall in love with the process, but if you know me, you know I love people like Will Smith, people like Kevin Hart, people like Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. These people who just have these like they, they just have this insane desire to be great. Right? And I wanted, I wanted to know, like, how, like, how do you even get that? Like, how, where did that come from, right? Like, before, I, before I feel like I had it in me, like, I, I wanted to know where that came from. Um, so I start, I started studying them. Like, I literally, I went and I, I did a video about this the other day, but um, I went from admiring to studying. Right? I think we, we get, we get so caught up in all oh, the celebrities. They're huge. Oh, they're one of a kind. They're regular people, right? <laughs> They are regular people who just have something inside of them that a lot of people just don't have. Mm-hmm. So I started wondering, okay, how how do I get there, right? So I started studying their movements. Like even the way I talk and the way I present myself, you can compare me to a lot of people that I look up to because I, I'm constantly feeding my brain with their with their wisdom and with their knowledge, right? So, you know, you act for, you know, that's an example of how I got there. But, you know, if you act for, like, examples of my confidence, um, I would say definitely public speaking. Right? Mm. I feel like I always, my first huge public speaking like opportunity was eighth grade. I was salutatorian of my eighth grade class. Hey. And I had to speak. I had to speak to my, um, to, to like the parents and, and the students of my eighth grade class. And I think, I remember I got off the stage and my mom told me, she was like, like I think you're a natural at that. However, I didn't want that to make me become comfortable. Right? Because if I, if I say I'm a natural or something, right, and, you know, I'm, I may have, you know, naturally been good at it, but I wanted to kind of see how I can get better in every way. So I remember mm-hmm. when the body started to change, every time I would go speak in front of a crowd of people, that confidence was there. And I just had to keep doing it, keep mm-hmm. doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Because for a while, and I was denying it, but for a while, and even though I was little, I was still very self-conscious of the way I look yeah. my body like I just I didn't like it I was like yo how do I change this and for a while mm-hmm. I didn't know how to actually change it so when I started changing it it was like it was, it was like a whole other world opened up to me That's so, dope. so I started speaking more and more and more and more until eventually it just became like second nation yeah. and now you know I'm, I'm still working on it currently right? I'm not I'm not done with anything but you know if I th- you're making me kind of think back on like where I came from in that journey, right? I, I, I literally put myself in every position to public speak. Anywhere I can, right? Because that's the only way you get better, right? Is if you do it. Yeah. You got to do it, right? You can't, you can't read it in the book. A lot of people don't do that. They're too scared yeah. and like uncomfortability yeah. is necessary for growth, but some people don't stay there. Uh, Something's uncomfortable, it's weird, it's scary, yeah. you run away real quick. 100%. 100%. 100%. I think, you know, you just brought up another good point that changed my life. Like, yeah, I, go ahead. Know, this, goes, this all goes back to the process, right? You have to, and people hear this all the time, but you have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. You have to. You literally just have to. Right? Like, that is, like, 
necessary, right? There's some things that, like, not everybody has to do, but well, that's one of those things where it's like, I believe in my opinion, that's necessary for growth. That's like a universal, yourself, like, you know? law. Like, uncomfortable, universal. you have to get comfortable with it. Universal. Yeah. Universal. Yeah. If you ask anybody at the top right now, they will tell you, yeah, I had to do that. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's, just, it's just what it is, because we're, our whole lives, we are kind of nurtured by our comfort zone. Our whole lives. Whether it be our parents or our, the, you know, our peers, like, we're, we're constantly in our comfort zone. Yeah. So in order for you to, like, kind of break that shell that you've always been used to, you gotta... You gotta break it. You gotta break it. You gotta just say, "Listen, I'm doing it," mm-hmm. and and that's just the choice you have to make. Mm-hmm. Right? Everybody doesn't. Everybody doesn't decide to make that choice, but you have, you also have to ask yourself, "Do I want to get to the next level?" You know, not everybody wants to do that. So, this brought up an interesting thought in my head, like because a lot of people, right, when they're uncomfortable or they're in a scary position, like our internal dialogue is very important. So, if you're in an uncomfortable position or in a, you know, experience, in a growth process, and you're just yep. telling yourself, like, damn, you suck. You didn't do that good enough. You should be better. I'm working on my internal dialogue currently. I didn't, I thought I, I thought I was Gucci until two days ago. That internal voice came in, and she was mean, and I was like, hold up. No, like, so, like, how, how important for you is, like, internal dialogue? Because, so, if you're out in a, in a new setting, and you're ready to, you know, learn something new, you have to be on your team. That's what I'm learning. Like you cannot be against yourself. You cannot be in a new in a new setting, trying something new, being like, "Damn, you suck." You see, you see, this is why you don't come through shit because you suck. And you're giving yourself all this bad energy, and it's like, so who's on your team? You you have no team. What do you think about internal dialogue? Like, how's yours? Like, any thoughts about it? Well, I mean, listen. It's everything, right? <laughs> it's everything. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple as that. What you tell yourself, you know, I, I, I read, I was, I was listening to a podcast the other day. Nice. Um, what podcast is it? Put us on. It was, it was, I don't know if, you know David Shands? He's a, he's actually, he's on Instagram, but he's a, no. he's a, he's an entrepreneur. He's, he's getting a little up there, but okay. he's actually, he's under one of my favorite motivational speakers. His name is Eric Thomas. Okay. Um, but he kind of, he was coached by him. He has a podcast um, called Sleepers for Suckers. Sleepers so, for so, Suckers? It's called it's called the Social Proof Podcast. Social Proof Podcast. Okay. His Instagram is sleeping for suckers. Um, but he was talking to a girl. I, I don't I don't even remember her name. Another entrepreneur. But she was she was talking about how people will people will fight as hard as they can to be to be them to to be themselves. Basically, to, to kind of sum that up, like your identity is everything. Right, so if you tell yourself, "Oh, I'm just a lazy person who doesn't work out," you're gonna fight every single way to be that person because your because your identity that's your identity that's what you identify as. Right, Ooh. so when you talk about self dialogue, I mean everything comes from that. Right, everything comes from what you tell yourself. Like, literally, every every single morning I do affirmations, and I think that's another thing that I think everybody should do is you have to tell yourself whatever you want to be. You have to tell yourself that. Mm-hmm. They did a, they did a study. And this, this is how fascinating the brain is, right? They did a study that literally your brain does not know the difference between what's real and what you tell yourself. And what you're imagining right? So you're with, type. Right. So if you tell yourself every day, I'm a, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, your brain doesn't even know that it's not real. Mm-hmm. That, that is insane, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, if you actually think about that, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But that's how powerful our minds are, right? And that's why I think... You know, telling yourself what you are and what you want to be is so important every day. Mm-hmm. You have to do it every day. Because like you said, who's on your team? 
Who's on your team? Right. I was talking to a client the other day, mm-hmm. and she was telling me how, like, she tells herself, like, negative things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, just to put it in perspective for you, perspective podcast, put it in perspective for you. Um, perspective podcast, I'm yeah, telling I, you. I, I, told you I, got, I got you, I got you. To put it in perspective, like, if you tell if you, the world is already telling you you can't do it. Let me tell you yourself. And and that brings up an interesting point for me. It's like people are looking for their saviors sometimes, like someone to save them, someone to come out and tell them like. And I, when I was little, I mean, kind of still comes up, you know, that childhood. Like I'm looking for someone to tell me it's all okay, but like you have to tell yourself it's all okay. So and that that's scary sometimes, but it's also empowering. Like at the end of the day, like you're your best, you're your you're your MVP, you're your captain of your team. So, yeah, there's going to be some players that are going to tell you, like, it's okay. You know, friends, they're going to tell you it's okay. But if your captain, if the captain of your team is like, nah, y'all are all wrong, then what the players say to you doesn't matter. What your friends say to you doesn't matter if you don't even believe what you're, you know, those affirmations. 100%. You're speaking truth right now. Yeah, big facts. So, you said you do affirmations every day? Every morning. Every morning when you wake up. You write them down or you just tell them to yourself? I, so I write them down at the beginning of the week, mm-hmm. and I say, and I say, like I write new affirmations every week. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. And, then, and then I say them every morning. So right, not right when I wake up. So when I when I wake up, I do my workout immediately. Okay. And then when I come back, I have like an hour, which is like literally my whole morning routine. That's my affirmations, my meditation, my devotion, you know, things like that. That's that's literally an hour of my day. Um, but I always, you know, I always say like it just. Like I said, as I started to learn these things, it just became common sense for me, right? Mm-hmm. It's not common sense for everybody, mm-hmm. but you have to be able to study these things. And then it's, gonna, it's just going to become second nature. Like, you, I want to work on myself and deal with myself before I deal with the world. Because the world is going to have 7,000 other things for me to deal with, right? And that's why as people go out into the world and they're, and they're, they're sad, they're depressed, they're upset, because you didn't work on yourself yet. Like, by mm-hmm. the time some people are going to work and waking up, I've already spent two hours working on me, working mm-hmm. out meditating mm-hmm. doing my gratitude affirmations like i'm i'm already i'm already satisfying myself before That's I so, beautiful. Yeah. so i'm able to go out into the world with a better perspective and a better mind and a clearer mind yeah right and my my emotions are as affected right because yeah. i've already worked on myself so i would tell anybody like work so on you mm-hmm. work on you like before before you give anybody else your attention work on you because you can't pour from an empty cup you yeah. just can't I like that a lot. The other day, I was just funny. I was talking to my brother, and I was telling him, like, the cycle, you know, of violence, the cycle of bullying, the cycle of, you know, just bullying and violence specifically for me. I feel like it comes down to, like, somebody's internal feelings. If every morning you wake up and you're angry, we can't, you know, sometimes we have a bad dream or something happened, we wake up angry or we wake up sad like we have to work on ourselves right because then we can present ourselves to the world as better people we can talk to our coworker or our family with a better spirit because we worked on our anger we dealt with it i woke up angry i dealt with it i made myself feel better you know i took care of myself and then i can go downstairs and talk to my mom like in a better manner because i already dealt with those feelings i'm not angry no more exactly Exactly. you, you, you brought up friends right that's another important thing too, you know, to see who you who you hanging around with. Like, if you have if you have nobody, <laughs> if you have nobody in your circle that is pushing you, then you clearly need to reevaluate. Yeah. Right. 
Like, if nobody is telling you, okay, you know, we, we got to get to the next level, we got to keep going, we got to keep going, and everybody's just complacent around you, you're going to be complacent. Yes. You know, you, you got you got to surround yourself with people who are, who are just driven and who are, who are, who want to get to the next level because, I mean, the sad part is that 90% of the world isn't like that. Mm-hmm. Right? If 90% of the world was like that, we would have 90% <laughs> millionaires changing the world, right? Yeah. But clearly that's only a very small percentage of people. Yeah. And that's, that's why. That's why. It's because everybody's not like that. So you got to definitely check your surroundings. I think your surroundings is everything. Yeah. You know, I got it's, a it's couple just people. It's a little gem, but they're all important, right? They're yes. all important. I got a couple yeah. people in my circle that challenge me. And, yeah. you know, sometimes it's hard to look at yourself like that. Like, put a mirror in your face and, and look at yourself like, hold up. Are you Are you seriously like damn so that comes with and then when someone gives you like feedback about yourself or your actions or your behavior like you have to take that into consideration and reflect on it sometimes some people say things to be hateful right they say things because they're low-key hating you got to reflect though you always have to reflect like what kind of comments is this is this feedback from love from a good friend or is this feedback from somebody who isn't really looking out for me but after every comment we have to self-reflect and also on that point there's people that like you push them right or you challenge them or you motivate them too much they don't like that they they, they don't like it it's like it's like what do you mean it's like but i love you though i'm telling you you know because i want you to be the best you and some people don't they don't know how to how to how to take that as like love or as like a good push like a good push is always good Yes, Bree said, my girl Bree on Facebook said earlier you were you were talking facts and you were speaking on the law of attraction, the basics of law of attraction. Mm-hmm. All it is, affirmations, All affirmations. Right. So, so, so when did you, so then, so obviously you were, you were like motivated, you self-reflection, a lot of it, self-dialogue. And then, so when did like your business start to come up? Top Elite Fitness. I like yeah. I left college a bit ago, and then I came back, and then I saw Top Elite Fitness come up. And I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. So yeah, what? So yeah. what was that transition like? Or when? When did that? You know, ding. Right. When did that so, happen? I. So I would say I started. I started training families and family and friends right for. I believe I started my freshman year of high school. I think I actually started. Or like no, 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 no. It was my, it was my junior, my sophomore, junior high school. Cause that's when I really started to like develop the body that I was actually comfortable with. You know, before that was kind of just the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started seeing change and people started coming to me, asking like, "Yo, how are you doing that? Right? Like, what, like, what is, what is your method? You know, what's your workouts? How are you eating? Right?" Mm-hmm. So I eventually, especially by the time I got to college, I became like this walking pillar of health like people would just come to me with any questions about health and fitness people just came to me yeah um whether it be family friends like people i met at school like everybody would just come to me um and i don't i don't even i don't even know exactly who it was but people like random people just started coming up to me like saying like you ever like you ever thought about making this like a career and that that never crossed my mind at all right what i tell everybody is that i always i always knew i wanted to be an entrepreneur like from the from when i was a, when I was a child like, I always, I told, I remember, I was in the car with my dad, and I, like, I'm talking about, I was, like, probably, like, six or seven years old, telling my dad that I want, I want to be in business, like, I want to do business. I knew I wanted to do that, I just didn't know what. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I would tell people, oh, yeah, I want to be, you know, I want to be in business, and they would ask me, okay, what part? I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know what exactly I wanted to do, but I knew. 
So I'm glad you didn't I tear guess. down like that dream yeah. just because you didn't know what it was. Like, nah, I want to be an right. entrepreneur for what? I don't know yet, but I'm gonna figure it out. Right. I'm gonna figure it out exactly. Good. Exactly, I'm gonna figure it out. And you know, I like I said, people started coming to me, and like I was like, yeah, I, I mean, I never really thought about it, but I mean, maybe. Um, so that's when I kind of started to look things up, right? I started to research. Okay, what are the different things I can do in the fitness industry? Um, you know, how can I monetize this? How can I make a living off of this? Right. So initially my first goal was to open my own gym right i started thinking like okay what is what is separates the local the local gyms in harrisburg or lancaster or like the, just the local ones from the planet fitnesses and the la fitnesses these franchises right that we see everywhere what separates them too i became obsessed with that started looking things up realized that a lot of those brands have tons of investors right they've been they've been in the game for 60 70 plus years right mm-hmm. this is why they are which is why they, they're big as they are now. Um, and I had that goal. And eventually, as I did more research, I realized, okay, opening my own gym may not be the most profitable, smart option, mm-hmm. especially for the world where we're actually living in right now. You see you see right now, gyms are struggling. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a reason why. It's because, obviously, COVID. But mm-hmm. the world is slowly changing, right? Gyms are, gyms are still going to be, and I think open up gyms are still going to be here for a while. Mm-hmm. But the world is slowly changing in terms of the way people see fitness, right? Mm. So that's when I started seeing about online fitness. Like, what is, what is that world, right? What does online virtual fitness look like? Super dope. And then I became obsessed with that, right? Started doing research every day, YouTube videos, uh, people who are extremely successful in that. Like, what do they do, right? And eventually it just became something that I literally looked at every day. And this, like I said, this was before I even thought about starting a business. But the confidence came because I had trained families and friends, so I knew that I had the ability to be a trainer. Like, I can do that. I can I can, I can, can change somebody's body. That's easy, right? But as I started to see what the trends were in the business and what people were actually selling, I realized, okay, there's a, there's a, there's a gap here. There's a gap that I can fill. Mm-hmm. And that gap is... People are selling abs, people are selling fitness, or I can get you the body you want, but they're not helping this. The mind. The mind. They're not helping the mind. Like, people like you, Beachbody, like, all these other, like, you know, short programs where you pay $30, $40 a month, right? They're not helping your full self. They're just saying, oh, yeah, get in shape, and then your body will be better, and then your life will be better. But as you can see through my journey, how I've explained to you, that it wasn't that way for me. Mm-hmm. Right? I started to get in shape, but the mind is what really is what really transformed everything. It wasn't my body, right? Like my, my body, my body kind of got me on the on the road. But once the body came into fruition, I realized that much more was happening internal. So I said, how can I, how can I do my part by making people realize that it's much more than you just getting a six pack? Yeah. There's That's beautiful. That because because it's not going to make you happy. It's not. You think you think that oh, once I lose the weight, that I'm I'm going to be confident, and happy. It's not. It's not. It's not. It may get you on the it may get you on the path to doing that because that's what it did for me, right? Mm-hmm. It got me. It got me stirred up. It, it gave me that initial boost. Yeah. But how do you sustain it? Mm-hmm. Right. How do you? Ninety-seven percent of people lose lose weight and gain it back and some within a year. That's a statistic. You can look it up. How do you sustain those looks? So by the time you're 60, 70, you still have a killer body and you're just a walking freaking legend, right? Yeah. How do you do that? Yeah. And I realized, okay, through my journey, like I need to teach people that it's much more than that. It's much more than that. Like, you can see, if you, if you go on my 
on my company's Instagram, literally, in the bio, is changing the way the world sees fitness. That's my that's my mission. My mission is changing the way the world sees fitness. I felt it's that, yo. I just got chills. <laughs> yes. It's real. it's real. And if you have a vision that big, it's like, you know, think about how much I, I have on my plate and what I'm willing to do. Because that's, that's a big mission. Oh you know, so I tell myself that every day. What can I do? What can I do to to push that vision forward? That's so beautiful. Yeah. You're a good speaker. <laughs> I felt that. Nah, for real. And you're so, like, you're so powerful. Like, I, I can tell that you worked on the fire inside of you, like we said earlier, because, like, you're so confident about what you said. And, like, when you're trying to relate a message to people, right, like, you need to be confident about it yourself. How am I going to sell you this if I'm not even confident about it? And it's changed your life. And so the fact that you're living proof of what of your message and of like your dreams and your goals is enough for people to be like yeah. he's not just trying to get a buck out of me he's not right. trying to just it's it's like he's living proof of this that's yeah. amazing Absolutely. so like your way of fitness is like a holistic view like it's not only about getting your physical body in shape but it's also about getting your mental in shape as well like working on that exactly. damn it has to be it has to be this is, like, this is just the, the way I see the world is that it's just there's no other choice, right? There really isn't. Yeah. Because plenty of like, you know, this world is filled with, you know, people people need help, right? You know, depression, anxiety, these things are real. Right? Really and, and a lot of this comes from just a lack of most emotional intelligence and really people just not working on their mind. Right. So I kind of I, I, I took that very seriously as I was as I was stepping into the space of like you know, how can I, if I can transform your mind first, like if I can get you to think the right way, then getting you in shape is the easy part. Yeah. Because once, you, once you're here, once you're here with it, then it's like, yeah, we're going to get there regardless because once your mind is good, you'll, you'll immediately, like just second nature, you'll see the reason why health and wellness is so important. Yeah. But some people, some people can't really see that up front, right? They can't see that. They kind of blow things off and they say, oh, I'll mm -hmm. do it later, I'll do it tomorrow, and then they never do it. Yeah, they, they never, never do, do it. it. You know? What, um... When I started doing, practicing yoga and meditation, I think like, I don't, I don't want to say nothing wrong, but it was around the same time that I started eating like more plants yeah. and yeah. like, it comes easy now. People are like, how do you, you know, eat a lot of plants? How do you, how do you keep doing that? You know, cause I'm plant-based and I'm like, after, at first, of course, it's hard because it's your mentality that has to change. You you, you look at a piece of, a, you know, a burger, a milkshake. That was my shit. I, I eat, like, five burgers at a time. Like, I'll go ham. And you look at that and you want it, right? But that's the desire, the ego, the taste buds, the memories of burgers. But when you look at a burger differently and you have that mindset, like, I want to make healthier choices. I am confident that I, affirmations, I'm confident that I can make healthier choices. You look at that burger, you know, and you and you want it, right? That desire, low-key, never goes away, but you choose better because your mind knows what your goal is. When you have that goal, your mind is like, nah, Leslie, remember what you said earlier today? You're like, right, like, you're right, I want to make better choices, and so you step away. It's easy after a while because you worked on your mental. Yeah, That's so true. 100%. That's awesome. I could have said it better, man. It is, and people, it's funny because people think as a fitness coach, people think that I still don't have desire to eat unhealthy, right? <laughs> like, trust me, like, <laughs> that desire to have that donut or that cake is still there, right? It's still that, there. That kid inside me doesn't go away. Mm -hmm. But like you said, you just train your mind so that 
you always make the best decision yeah. for you, right? Yeah. And, and you start to you start to see food as fuel instead of just something that you just do. You know, that you just, you just eat to eat, right? You use that fuel because I mean, if you think about if you just think about where we came from as humans, right? Like, what did something like the itis or like getting tired from food is that's not a thing. That's not supposed to be a thing. It's not. We have normalized that as a culture, right? Because of the food that was everywhere, like it's like exactly. normal. It's like oh, you had a big meal, like. Should right. we though? Should we be still having that? <laughs> For real, like mm. I'm, I, I was thinking about the other day. Like, do you understand how crazy and insane the concept of a buffet is? <laughs> like, I never thought in about the that. World is there all you can eat? Why? <laughs> like, why are we stuffing our faces with garbage? Mm. But this is so normal to us, right? Like, I don't even think they have buffets in like other countries. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know. But I think that's a strictly American thing. Which is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy why we even have that. But, and, uh, and we do it as a celebration, too. Like, oh, right, you just right. got graduated. All right, I'm going to go pick out at the buffet. But, like, we're right. actually, like, beating ourselves. Like, we're doing bad for ourselves. Like, we're not celebrating our success. We're actually, like, pushing it lower and, like, yeah. piling food on it. <laughs> I've never thought about the buffet, that's John. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I used it's to really go ham in buffets. Yeah. I used to, yeah. like... Three plates was my max. I used to eat like three plates in oh, yeah. the buffet. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was definitely a buffet head. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I've still been to them recently. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Know? I'm not going to sit here and say I that. like I'm it, yeah. You know, it's, just, it's, it's real, but, you know, it's, it's some, some things you just start to question. Yeah. After a while, like, okay, what's going on, you know? So back to the food for fuel thing, because that's my, fa- yeah. my favorite analogy. So, yeah. right, you just bought a nice-ass car. Cost you a lot yeah. of money. It needs premium gas, right? 93. It needs the expensive gas. So imagine in that car putting in 89, you know, that that regular, regular, basic gas. Your car eventually, if you keep putting that gas in, one time, right, it's not going to do nothing. You keep putting that cheap gas in your expensive-ass car, it's going to break down. Your car that you spend a lot of money on is top-notch, and you need top-notch gas in order to keep going. So we got to treat our bodies like that, like... We literally, our food we eat is just fuel. It's energy for the day. Do you want to have a productive day or a lazy day? Because then pick. If you want to have a lazy day, all right, go eat whatever you want, right? Because you don't need to get up for nothing. But if you want a productive day, you need to have energizing food. You need to have good protein, good fats, good iron in your body in order to do the things you got to do. Or else eventually your body's going to break down. That is the perfect analogy. The car analogy is perfect, right? But... What I've what I come to realize is that people people are willing to give themselves all the excuses that they're not willing to give anybody else mm. or anything else, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you are quick to tell somebody, oh, you shouldn't eat that or stay disciplined. But when it comes to you, right, when it comes to making that promise to yourself, that's where it becomes hard. Mm. That's where it becomes, it becomes difficult, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, if I was, I always tell people, like, if I was, if I'm a fitness coach, right, I, I'm a health coach. If I'm sitting here eating burgers all day, right, then I wouldn't even want you to listen to me because I'm not practicing what I preach, right? And we live in a world where there are so many people that make money and do big things, but a lot of them don't practice what they preach, mm-hmm. right? They're telling everybody, oh, yeah, do this, do this, do this, but then once they turn the camera on, they're doing something completely different, yeah. you know? So it's it's like I said, it all goes back to just what are you doing for yourself? Yeah. What are you doing for yourself? Because that's automatically, like, before I was even trying to motivate and inspire people look to me because I was taking care of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, was, I wasn't trying to, like, motivate or, like, inspire, but I wasn't trying to do that. I was just becoming a better me, and people are naturally drawn to that. 
yeah. that fire and that like that that motivation determination to become a better you people are naturally drawn to that because they want to be a part of that journey mm-hmm. right even when, I, don't know, I don't know if you saw it but last last summer i i ran my first marathon i ran a half marathon good for you i, I didn't know that like, yeah i ran a half marathon and i kind of i pretty much documented that whole journey of like how i got from, like literally from the very beginning i had like i had like four or five weeks to train i was crazy I was I was in, I was in San Francisco and at four or five weeks to train I literally just jumped in. People usually take months to train for marathon. I took like four or five weeks, uh, but you know I was trusting my body. I'm naturally in shape. I put the years of work into my body. I let's do this. And I, I documented the whole journey. And once I got to the end, I had people like literally DMing me every two seconds. Congratulations! Congratulations! You did such a great job. But it's because I let them follow that journey. Right, and they kind of saw from when I literally said, "Okay, I'm gonna do this," to when it was done. Right, and that's why that's why I'm so big on, you know, giving my wisdom now because I'm only going to learn more. Right, I'm still young. Like I'm o- I'm only going to learn more and more and more. And I'm gonna continue to drop it because people are gonna remember me now when I'm there. Right, and say, "Wow, look at where this kid came from." Mm-hmm. And look at I remember when he was just doing 30 second videos on Instagram, right? Look at where he's at now. Yeah. You know, that's people, people love the journey, right? You got to yeah. let them follow the journey. So I try to, I try to let people, I let people into my life and I just try to be a transparent as I possibly can. Yeah. I think, I think transparency is everything and I, and I just be real. Like I'm human. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. Like don't ever look at me and say, Oh, I'm, I'm this, I'm, I make my mistakes. Everybody does, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important to, to, to realize because, you know, we live in a world where everybody's trying to be perfect, but right? they're trying to be this perfect image. And this is mm-hmm. not, this is not real. When I was younger, I looked up to some people because I thought they were perfect. And I was like, yeah. I want to be like them. I want to be like them. And then that self-dialogue was like, damn, Leslie, you're not doing good enough. You're not them. You're not right. them yet. But eventually, yeah. as I started growing up, I started realizing that these people that put on this perfect image weren't perfect right. at all. And that made right. me mad. Like, when I realized right. that, made me mad. I'm like, why did you always think that, like, you knew better than me? Or why did I think that I wasn't doing good enough as them? But, like, being transparent, I think, is very important when you're when you're just around people, when you have interaction, which everybody's a social being. Because then people can remove that, you know, that, that, that bad self-dialogue, remove that guilt, that shame. And it's like, oh, no, she does it, too. And if she if she does the bat if she you know has a donut too and she's where she's at then that's okay right. if I did it but now I'm not gonna do it again that kind of went exactly. everywhere but I feel that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Yes, that's Absolutely. good so yeah. tell us about your business then like do you do online yeah. trainings for anybody on Zoom like what do you do so I do so I do online fitness coaching right that's my business model online fitness coaching um, and basically what I what I always tell people is that. First of all, the online space in terms of online coaches is booming, right? As you can probably expect, right? We live in a more virtual world every single day. Um, so what I always tell people is that, you know, if you if you go to an in-person trainer, right? And I'm not knocking any in-person trainer. These are extremely hard workers, right? Like, and they they, they do what they got to do, right? To, to make that money. But the beauty of online coaching is that, yeah, I might not physically be with you, but you have me 24-7. Right, like literally, I'm in your pocket 24/7. Right, I'm I'm talking about for my I'm literally sending them texts throughout the day. Hey, what'd you eat? Hey, how's your diet going? Did you get your workout in? You go to a trainer, right? You might have them for that 45, 60 minutes, but then once you leave, what what happens? Right, what, what happens? What happens when you're not in the actual gym? That's when the transformation happens. When you're in the gym, like that's that's 40, 45 minutes an hour of your day. 
But that other 23 hours, that's where your body really changes, your mind really changes, you know? So um, I have some amazing clients that, that are in the program, and I literally, I give them everything I promise, right? They, they get the workout plan. They get a, a clear nutrition plan based on the food they like, right? So another thing that I, I kind of preach is it's a... All right, they, they call it flexible dieting, but I don't, I don't like to really call it that, right? Because mm-hmm. I think you can't, I don't think you can eat whatever you want, right? But however, what I do show people is how to get in shape, how to change your body and change your lifestyle, but still be human, right? Like still, you can still have your brownie or your ice cream once in a while, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're not, everybody's human, right? We're going we're gonna to have, we're going to have time where we just want it, right? So there's a method to, to, to do that, but you have to understand that, right? You have to understand how to be able to have that ice cream on Saturday, but Monday through Monday through Sunday, you are disciplined. You on, you on your diet, right? There's, yeah. there's a mindset to that. So I show people how to do that, right? They get that nutrition plan based on them. Um, they get mindset coaching. So I literally, I do I do a group Zoom call with my, with my students every single week. That's awesome. And then I do one-on-ones with them as well every week. So like, like I said, like I'm constantly communicating with them. Like it's like, they literally just become like my best friends. Like, and I, and I tell them that when they come in, like I'm going to be your best friend for the next three six months because I want to make sure that it only takes a second for you to to, to get unfocused, right? And to just go crazy, right? And, and get yes. up and die. So I want to be that person for you that's going to constantly hold you accountable, hold you accountable, hold you accountable. If you're you know texting me, like, at, like yeah. on in the late night, like, what'd you eat today? Or, like, did you have a right. snack? I'm going to be like, shit. Like, right. You know you're there. You're asking right. me. <laughs> exactly. Accountability is, is everything. That's it's awesome. everything because we can't do it alone, right? But my goal for all my students is, okay, when you leave the program, I don't want you to need another coach again. Like, I'm, I'm going to give you these lifestyle tips so that you are good forever. Yeah. Right? And that's why, and that's why my, my program, it's an investment. It's not cheap. Right? But it's a life investment that's for you. Awesome. Right? Because you, you may you may spend $30, $40 on these, on these small programs, but they're not going to give you something that's going to sustain you. Right? Yeah. So come with me now. Let me invest in your future. And then by the time you go, you don't need another coach. You know exactly what you need to do for the rest of your life. That's beautiful. Just because you work with me for three, three to twelve months, right? There's just I, I do, you know. I, I always tell people, and this is not even just me being cliche or like trying to sell or anything like that. I tell people I don't help people lose weight. I don't. If you're looking for somebody to help you lose weight, then go to X, Y, and Z. I help people change their lives. Right, that's just, that's just my that's my that's my mission and that's my mm-hmm. goal. If I just helped you lose weight, then I didn't do my job. Mm-hmm. I didn't do my job, you know. So it it all depends on you know what you want out of it. Wow. What you want out of it. If you just want the weight loss, then I'm just I'm not I'm not for you, right? Because I'm all about that holistic health, like you said. You know why I respect you? Because yeah. what you said, you said once they're done with my program, they don't need another coach. A lot of like a lot of what capitalism capitalism is based off of is you need a product it breaks you need it again keep that money flowing so you're not trying to hold people in your gym like you always need me you're always gonna need a personal trainer you're always gonna need to call me like nah like you want to show them sustainable practices sustainability so you learn with me for however long you sign up for and then once you bounce then you can do it for yourself you can you can maintain and sustain what you learn in that lifestyle that's wonderful. Yeah. You don't see that yeah. a lot. I respect you for that. That's beautiful, yeah, for real. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I just, yeah. it's, you know, it's my mission. I think it's important. I think it's important because, awesome. you know, why lose the weight if you can keep it off? Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's the real. Like, you, you want to, 
people go through their life and they're constantly on these like ebbs and flows of like, oh, I'm in shape and I'm not. And I'm in shape and I'm not. I lose yeah. the weight, I gain it back. I don't want that for anybody because that's just not, that's not a sustainable lifestyle. Yeah. That's just not, it's not. And I, and I teach, you know, one thing I teach my students about is that this concept of legacy, right? And leaving something behind. Like many people that come in, they say, oh yeah, I want to be able to play with my kids, right? And still have energy when I'm older. Like these long-term things. And I love that. I love that because that's what it's about. Right, that's what it's about. It's about leaving those these lessons and these kind of principles behind, right? So that even if you had a family history of of diabetes, of all these health problems, right, the next a hundred years of your family is good because you made a decision to be better, right? Because you passed it on to your kids and your kids and your kids' kids, and it kind of just it's just a cycle, yeah. right? That I'm I'm like in love with that concept, yeah. And that's what that's what kind of drives me to help people. That's beautiful. It reminds yeah. me of like breaking the chains, breaking the cycle, you yeah. know, breaking the conditioning and the learning. We learn from our parents. That's our first yeah. or whoever raised you. You you learn from them. It's first and foremost like learning experience you have. And so if your parents are learning the sustainable tips that they learn, the sustainable, you know, uh, thoughts and uh, practices, rituals, routines, your parents learned that they made it their lifestyle, then that's what you're going to see as an example. Yeah. And then you learn from that, and then you you copy that, right? We're we're kind of like a, a walking copy of our parents, low key. Unless we break those <laughs> yep. chains, unless it isn't healthy, and you want to break those chains, exactly. like you copy your parents, and that's that's wonderful, actually. So yeah. Did you grow up in a healthy family, or was your? I mean, are you you're Spanish, right? Mm. Not Spanish. My bad. Okay. You might have a little bit of that juice in you. Heard. How was your lifestyle growing up? Like, how? What'd you say? Yeah, I said I might need to take one of those DNA tests and see what I really. You probably get a lot of comments about that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. How was Um, your food growing up? Like, how was how was your parents' lifestyle? Not to put them on the spot, but like, how how did you how was you raised? You know, how was the food on your plate? Yeah, so definitely wasn't. You know, I didn't grow up eating salad all day. Right, Mm -hmm. like when I when I was a little kid, right, definitely the the juices, the mm-hmm. lunchables, you know, the regular kids stuff, right? I grew up, yeah. um, but, you know, you, you talk about how we copy, we copy our parents, right? Like, and it's so true because um, I'm my dad about, what was it, probably about five or six years ago, my dad had open heart surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, he had clogged arteries, right? So his health, after that, like, he, my, my dad was, you know, when he was my age, he was a very healthy guy, like, ripped, six-pack, all that, was in the military, was real healthy, ate, real good um and <clears throat> kind of when he when he left the military like his life like in terms of his health just kind of like went in a downward spiral mm-hmm. and you know it caught up to him right it caught up to him after a while you know my, my dad he had to have surgery and after that his life kind of just took a whole other turn right he started you know doing the green smoothies right um you know cutting out the meat right eating 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 better stuff for, for himself right and he started feeling way better and he kind of he kind of fell in love with it as well um, and, you know, if you're talking about my mom, my mom, literally, I remember growing up, my mom literally, she gave me the juice and stuff like that, but I remember, I remember studying what my mom was only drinking. My mom literally drank nothing but water. Like, literally, that's all she drank. My whole life is all I remember my mom drinking is water, right? So, it's these little things that I picked up from my parents, right, growing up, that I kind of see now. Are like are who I am, but like, and, I, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I'm not gonna lie to you and say that like I grew up in the healthiest household because I didn't. Mm-hmm. But 
once I started to pick up on things, and once my mom started seeing me, okay, I'm on this, I'm on this journey, right, of like becoming healthier. She started helping me in that process and taking the stuff out the house, right? Taking taking the chips and the cookies out. That she started slowly removing those things and kind of pushing me towards this lifestyle, and it helped me tremendously. Because if my, you know, if I'm, if I, you know, obviously I'm younger, I don't have a job, and if I do, it, it, I can't. It's nothing to buy my own food, right? I'm still relying on my parents, mm-hmm. right? So. If she, if I'm trying to be healthy, but she's constantly bringing all this garbage into the house, then I'm all I'm doing is contradicting myself and kind of, you know, I'm going two steps forward but three steps back. So she started supporting me in that journey, right? Like literally, okay, this is what you're on. I'm trying to be better myself, so let's do this together. Right? More water goes in the house, right? More salad and and just clean, clean foods, right? That I was Mm -hmm. able to eat. Um and. You know, I just I started I started just going that journey. And like I said, my dad he became better. Um, my, and like I said, my my parents. I mean, the one thing I always admired with my parents is that they never like literally whatever. Like I've I've had phases. Like I had phases when I wanted to be a magician. <laughs> like, that was that, like literally I've had like these like random phases where I wanted to be things. But they never they never like let me shy away from what I said I wanted to do. Right? If I said I wanted to do something, it, it doesn't matter how craziest scenes right if i wanted to do it they was going to support me right so once they realized okay no this kid is this kid is really he's on some health he's on this healthy way like he's really he's not he's serious about this mm-hmm. they were 100 percent supportive 100 percent from the from day one from day one that's and so that's why cool. that's why i always tell them like i will forever be grateful for that because obviously your parents your parents are your voice of reason right so if your parents are telling you this is this is this is not you know you're not going to do this that's going to affect how you how your journey is right so i just appreciate them for constantly you know, constantly trusting me, right? Trusting that process of me coming, becoming my better self, and not saying, "Oh, you're a kid, shut up, you don't got to do that." Um, but they, you know, they they really they trusted me, and it, and it benefited me, and you know, I'm seeing the the, fr- the fruits of that today. Yeah, that's yeah. you're lucky. That's good. Yeah, that's super dope. Yeah, I really am. That's amazing. And I like yeah. I live with I live with my parents still, and like the like it's hard when you have food in front of you, like. Rice isn't the unhealthiest, but it's not the healthiest either. But, like, I gave up rice a while ago. Rice is the staple, staple for Ecuador, for a lot of Spanish countries. So, like, when I see it, it's that temptation. And like you said, we're not perfect. I eat a little, like, when the rice is cooked, I'm like, all right, I'm having a plate, you know, yummy. But to every day see that, it's like, it is hard at first. And, like, I want people to know that. Like, it is hard to say no to your mom's food. And, like, for me, like... The worst thing was, like, breaking my mom's heart when, like, she was cooking a good plate, like, a meal that I loved when I was young. Like, I don't eat meat, so, like, you got meat, you got a lot of rice, and, you know, some other thing. And it's, like, like, no, it's, like, I'm going to say no to that, and I'm going to make my own food, you know. And it doesn't happen every day, like I said. Like, you got your days when we're all human, you eat that plate right up. But if you don't want to eat that plate every day, like... That no for me was the hardest thing, like saying no to like the household staple to to the culture, you know, and the, and, right. and and eating separate and eating different and cooking myself a different plate than everybody else was my yeah. hardest thing. So that's awesome that you you got that like that real solidness that was like, all right, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for real. It's, it's, it, it all starts from you know. I, I definitely don't want to make it seem like it was easy because it wasn't. Right. Right? Communicating that wasn't easy. Yeah. Right, like me, me, like being sure about that, saying this is what I'm doing. Like regardless, regardless of how you feel about it, this is this is what I'm doing. Right, mm-hmm. and that's not easy to do, no. but you have to you have to be sure about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like and 
you know, I, I, I communicated this to them, and they saw the seriousness in me. Like, I'm, this wasn't like a phase for me. Like, I'm, I'm doing this because I, I see the effect it's having on me, and it's only positive. Mm-hmm. So I need to continue to go down this road. Like, I need your support. Right? Like, you have to, and this is like, you know, this goes back to accountability. If you have any goal, like, you need to be able to communicate that with the closest people around you. Because if you don't, they're they're gonna naturally, not even by by like they're not trying to, but they're gonna probably stray away from that goal just by them being them. Yeah. And like for them, my girl, like she, I I had to tell her like when she, I had to tell her, like this is my lifestyle, right? And she adapted to that because she realized that this was this was me. Right? Like I wasn't gonna change, right? Mm-hmm. She realized that and she supported me in that journey. But you have to be able to tell the people around you like, yo, this is what I'm doing. You either hopping on the train with me or you're not. Yeah. You know, like you have you have to be that sure. Like you have to. You have to people are just gonna throw you around. Yeah, communication, clarity yeah. between people, and especially if they mean enough to you, right? Like if you have a friend you don't see every day, like cool. But if someone's around you every day, like that letting them know that lifestyle, that's a beautiful that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Let's see how much time we weird reason. I swear I'd be seeing people on for longer though, no? You probably do. You probably do. Maybe it's a follower thing. Maybe, maybe once you. Or because you're like verified or something. Maybe. Maybe exactly. But um, we got like about five minutes left. So, Mm -hmm. um, can you share with us before we go, like your affirmations that were today? Is that cool? Can I ask that? Yeah, yeah. Actually, let me do that. So, that's right here. It's crazy. My really right here. So. That was easy. That's lit. Okay. So, literally, this is every every this is every day this week, right? So, um, I have about six or seven. So, I am a king. I will be the first billionaire in my family. I will wake up at five thirty a.m. Monday through Friday. I will give all my effort in my workouts. I will love my family every day. I will spend quality time with my girlfriend. I will increase my business revenue by two thousand this month. Literally said that every single week, every single day. That's beautiful. I like and, and like I said, they change. They change. Mm-hmm. It, it just kind of it depends on like what my focus is, right? So, um, but they kind of usually around the same topic of you know discipline, motivation, loving my family, like yeah. you know gratitude. They usually in that. I like the diversity because you're not only talking like first two, right? I'm a king. I am. Um, I'm gonna be the first billionaire mm-hmm. in my family. But then you talk about like I want to spend quality time with my girlfriend and I want to love my family. Mm-hmm. And that's like the yeah. holistic health. Like it's not only yeah. about your success and your body. It's about how you interact with the people around you, which is a beautiful yeah. lesson that I'm on right now. Yeah. No, yes. 100%, 100%. Yes. Mikey, that's you know, good. Yeah, you got some people shining you out. They show love. They show love. <laughs> that's dope, man. Good luck with Top Elite Fitness. Once again, so on yeah. Facebook, Top Elite Fitness. On Instagram, what's that? Top Elite Fitness. Top Elite Fit. Same, same thing, just not fitness, but top elite fit. You can find me on there. Um, yeah, I'm always posting content on my personal page, too. So, you know, you always got get me on there. But, yeah, I'm, I'm out here. I'm out here doing my best, you know, just trying to stay consistent with it. Yeah. Stay, stay stay, humble in, in the process, you know. Yeah. That's, uh, as, much, as long as I do that, as long as I continue to, you know, push towards this mission of, of you know, like I said, changing the world, the way the world sees fitness, I'm, I'm, I'm good good right that's so amazing. you know I, I appreciate i appreciate everybody who's been with me because this is only the beginning that's what i tell everybody yeah. like, this is this is just the start yeah right, of, of what i got planned and you know if you just look at anybody's success right the people who are consistent and they stick with it 
eventually you're going to get your time. Yeah. Eventually you're going to get your time, you know, so I'm just sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. Good shit, man. Thank you for coming on and, and sharing your mind and your goals oh, and your success you. with us. Super dope, thank man. For you. real, you got my you got my support. I, I appreciate you, and I, I love what you're doing with this podcast, bringing people yeah. on, and you know, just sharing that sharing that perspective, right? Sharing that wisdom to the world. You know, you are you on the same type of time as me, which is like literally just I have I have this knowledge, right? And I and I want to share it with people and bring you bringing on some dope people. Yeah, I, you know, I've, I've been following. I've been, I've been seeing you. Don't, Thank you. Don't, like, don't, don't think God has been seeing you. I've been seeing you, and like I said, sure. you know, who, who says that in another five, ten years you're gonna be in your own studio? Doing this, doing I already got the I already got the, the setup for the studio. Yeah, I already no, got it all. No, yeah, one I day so. I really uh, it's happening. So as much as you as much as you with me, I'm with you as well. I'm in full support. Thank you. I, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I hope you have a wonderful Saturday and you keep out what you're Thank doing. You. Thank you for coming on. You too. Thank you, Justin. You. Bye. So dope. All right, y'all. Thank you for anybody who was on with Perspectives Podcast today. Once again, Justin Jones on Facebook, Top Elite Fitness on Instagram, Top Elite Fit. I hope my perspective and Justin's perspective changed and affected your life in any positive manner in any way today. Have a wonderful Saturday.